Good afternoon. It's August 23rd, 2023. It is the afternoon because we're, we're doing an afternoon show here today. Uh, we're coming at you live. Uh, we're going to skip the baseball today and go right into the golf, swinging the sticks. And we got our weekly picks from uh, from Zara, who got them from, uh, from a guy. A guy he knows. A guy. A guy. It's a golf expert, you know. So um, <laughs> we, just to summarize, we went 4-1 and one in a top 20 last week, which was pretty good. I made some money on that. So uh, hopefully everyone else did too. So this week is the last week of the 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 PGA season. It's the uh, tour champion championship. So it's kind of interesting. I didn't really know a lot about what I'm, what I'm about to tell you. Um, the first part is that there's only 30 golfers that, that part I knew it kind of dwindles down to the top 30 golfers. But what I did not know is that it's all based on points. So, you know, the season went quick, didn't it coach? I mean, it was just January and, and now, now here we are at the end of uh, August and the golf season's almost over. It's amazing how fast this goes. And it's 102 out. Yeah, it's 102 ounces, <laughs> about right. Um, so, so anyway, the uh, what happens is they start accumu- accumulating points based on their their wins throughout the uh, PGA season, and the guys that are the top 30 in points make it to this championship. And there's a little bit of a handicap involved. This is the part I thought was was interesting. It's called the staggered start. So depending on where you ended up in terms of points, that determines your starting position as far as scores. It's a no-cut event, so they play all four days. But uh, the guy who is actually number one in terms of golf, he's the best golfer in the PGA right now. This is Scotty Scheffler. He had the most points. So he actually starts at minus 10. So normally every golfer starts even and based on their their score, that's what they get. Well, not not this event. So Scheffler gets rewarded for all his points earlier in the golf season. He's minus 10. Then it goes to Hovland minus eight. Rory is minus six and so on and so forth. So, so what ends up happening is the last five guys are down at even. Um, and so you get a little bit of a bonus um, for being above the top five guys in points. But in the end, you're looking at the very best couple golfers who are starting way ahead of the pack, which seems a little unfair, but I get it. Um, so thinking of that, then it, it kind of makes sense where our experts picks go. Um, he has, he's playing two golfers to win Scheffler and McElroy. And then he's playing four golfers, top five. Now there's not really going to be most likely a top 20 op- option. Cause there's only 30 golfers. So top five is, you know, if you're, if you're doing your ratio is, is maybe, you know, top 20 of a, a bigger event. Uh, but his top five of course, include Rory and Scheffler, but then also Ram and Cantley. Uh, so those four. Now, the one guy that he is fading, who actually is has the second most points of anyone on the tour, is Hovland. Now, he <laughs> talked about Hovland won the last event last week at um, Olympia Fields. He actually had to shoot, I believe it was like a minus 28 um, or some, or, or, or maybe a shot of 28, what, whatever it was, uh, not minus 28, that's impossible, but must've shot a 28. He broke a 112 year course record to barely beat Scheffler. So that, that kind of tells you where Scheffler is in terms of his game, but it also tells you that Hovland shot out his rear end last game. Uh, and as you know, I often do with baseball, I like to fade guys that 
that hit an all-time best round, which is basically what happened to Hovland. So he is fading Hovland. I 100% agree with that. Um, I bet on, uh, I took Rom also last round and he, he had a, a clunker. So I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to back him again. So I kind of like where, where these picks came from. Not that I, I really have much golf knowledge to back it, but just based on guys who did really well fading them and guys that did kind of below their normal capabilities, someone like Rahm and taking him. So, so you got four golfers, top, top, uh, five to, to bet Scheffler, McElroy, um, Rahm and Cantley. Now, one last thing that's pretty interesting, the top golfer, not the entire purse, but the top, top golfer, he gets 20 million. So if you're wondering if guys want to go out there and compete, <laughs> yeah, if you want, if you're wondering if this is important for any of these guys, well, 20 million in your bank account, that 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 says a lot. So, so anyway, um, those are the picks. Get them in early. Uh, you got some some different DraftKings boosts uh, out there. I think plus 300 is one of them that's out there for the winner. So if you want to pick a winner with that, boost your odds by 300. Not a bad, not a bad deal, especially with only 30 golfers. It's a little higher percentage. But that's it. That's the uh, the golf summary there, Coach. All right. Well, hey, I, I got to talk a little college football here. There's, you know, it starts this weekend and we got what what is called week zero. And you know who plays this weekend, the Fighting Irish. And they're in Ireland playing Navy. Now, I've been going back and forth on this game. And where do you think I landed at? Well, I happen to know that you're an Irish fan. So I think your heart took you to the, the Fighting Irish. But initially, initially I was for Navy because I, I, I kept saying, how hard is it? To, do you like preparing for a triple option team? Let's put it that way in a week. Uh, well, not in a week, but they had the whole summer, right? That's what was the changing. That was the, that was the, the thing, the deciding factor. Last year, everyone's saying, oh, last year they, they only beat them by three. That was during the season. They had one week to prepare for the triple option. They have spent the entire summer preparing for the triple option. They're playing in Ireland. Uh, I think they have a better quarterback this year in Hartman who transferred uh, – where the heck did he transfer from? Wake Forest transfer, Steve Hartman. And uh, he's their offense is going to be a little more balanced. They got a great offensive line, and defensively they're going to be great again. So uh, I think they'll be locked into the triple option. I know minus 20, right? I, I believe minus 20, minus 20 and a half some places is a lot of points, but I think they covered it. And, and I think there's going to be a heavy – Heavy Irish crowd in in Ireland this weekend. I think a lot of them are going to be gambling or have already placed bets. I think now, let me go out on a limb. Let me go on a limb here, Coach. Do you think the Irish people in Ireland might have a drink or two? Well, maybe, maybe. So they might be all sauced up. They're going to put a lot of money. That line may change by the time kickoff when they start throwing them down. But I, I do like the Irish. In Ireland, but I haven't placed that bet yet. I, I still want to read a few more things. Uh, about Navy, how many, how many, uh, how they're adjusting. They put the triple option back. They got a brand new coach. So I think, uh, you know, I want to read some reports and see how that's been going uh, during early season camp and scrimmages. So we'll take a look at that. Another can, interesting thing. Can I ask thing. you a quick, yeah. be, before you go on, to the Navy is 100% still running the option. I know they got a new offense coordinator. They're they're back to running the triple option. Okay. All right. That's, that's yes. Yes, they do. And uh, Jacksonville State and UTEP is an interesting game to me. Jacksonville State is making the jump up from FCS. Now, they were a dominant FCS team. And UTEP is a pretty darn good team, too, and they're on the rise. So this is going to be a pretty good game. It's a pick em right now, which I can't believe. I think in the end, the difference for me 
is you look at, I look at early season college football and I look at who they have returning on the offensive line and the number of career starts that offensive line has. UTEP has a very strong offensive and defensive front up front. So I think that's going to be the difference in this game. Jacksonville state's going to be fired up to play their first uh, FBS game and they're going to be all jacked up. But I, I think UTEP is going to, to take care of them at home. You know, there's going to be a lot of excitement there, but I think in the end, the difference is going to be uh, those guys up front. And that's, that's one I'll probably go to the window too. With you gotta, you gotta think their recruiting might've went down after Dion left, right? Jackson is in Jacksonville state where uh, Deion Sanders went, or, or am I thinking of something different? Is it, No, I think you might be right, yeah. Is that oh, Jackson? wait, Jackson, no, Jackson State, oh, sorry about that. Jacksonville, Jacksonville. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, right, so ahead, he, sorry. No, that's all right. And, uh, you know, those are probably two I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bet this weekend. I do like, I'm leaning towards New Mexico State, fell under a touchdown, it's minus six and a half. Jerry Kill's a pretty good coach. I followed his career. He was at Southern Illinois, then he went to Northern Illinois, then he went to Minnesota, but everywhere he's gone, his teams have from year to year just gotten better. Uh, that's what he does. He goes to programs, he builds them up, and he makes them great. And I think they're going to take this this jump, uh, another jump, and I think they'll take care of UMass at home uh, minus the six and a half. So those are my three games this weekend uh, in week zero. So we'll see how it goes. And if All I got to right. play, I know USC plays that night too, uh, and they got a pretty high-powered offense. So maybe a play on that one too, but we got some time. So I went on a, a fishing charter. Um, you probably remember a gentleman named Kevin Worthy, don't you? He is now yes, captain. Yes. He's he's now captain Kevin Worthy. And I mentioned this for two things. Just a little shout out to his son Kevin. Good luck at, uh, with brother brother Rice taking on Maine South this Friday. <laughs> that's a oh, that's a oh. tough one. I said that's a big boy football. And uh, if uh, if you're ever looking for a charter to get out on Lake Michigan, man, living the dream charters. We had an incredible time on Sunday. And the reason I'm bringing it up now is Kevin's actually going to Ireland to watch the. Uh, um, the Notre Dame game. So he'll, oh, he'll awesome. actually be out there. Yeah. And if you can, if you can get out there, I mean, Kevin's just a type of guy. Does he, does he go out there with you and, and hang out with you the whole time or? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure every tour is a little bit different, but on my tour, of course, because we, we had a personal connection, he, he took me out and he made sure that, you know, like if the, the pictures, the, the scene, like the whole deal, the music, he, he takes care of everything. So if, if you're ever looking for an opportunity to get out there on the, on the lake, I'm telling you this is this is 100 something that i would look into he he does a great job nice he's a good guy and, and if you if you're down there I, I it'll be a good time so like always hey two good guys here right win the day everybody win the day all right let's win all right